Hello and welcome. You are listening to Embodied Curiosity. In this show, we will explore self-compassion and holistic health through the lens of embodiment, intuition, nature connection, and neuroscience. I'm your host, Michaela, and I'm so excited for you to join me. In this episode, I have a conversation with my good friend, Angela Grace, all about astrology. We printed out our birth charts from astro.com, and we discussed the similarities and differences in our charts, as well as the different archetypes of the signs. She breaks down some of the basics for me and does a beautiful job of explaining the overarching themes in astrology and how they're related to astronomy. We can nerd out on all the sciencey aspects of this topic, so if you're into that, you'll love this episode. Just a note, I made this originally for a YouTube video, so if you'd like to see our charts, please go to my YouTube channel and find this episode so you can see what we're talking about in the episode. To hear more from Angela, you can check out her YouTube channel where she shares even more in depth about astrology and a bunch of other cool topics. She also plays beautiful ukulele covers. I'll put a link to her channel in the episode notes. Hi. I'm here with my friend Angela, Hi. <laughs> and I've been wanting to pick her brain about astrology for a while. So we actually printed out our charts, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to just go over them a little, and then yeah, I just like would love to hear everything you have to say about astrology, I know it's kind of a lot. First off, how long have you been into astrology? Um, since maybe 2010. I like kind of got into it accidentally. Mm-hmm. I had all this gut stuff, and so mm-hmm. someone told me about Ayurveda, and I was doing all this gut health, and I got into this Ayurvedic community, and then there's a woman in the community who is a Vedic astrologer, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this seems interesting. So I went and got a, a Vedic astrology reading, mm-hmm. and then she, and it ended up being three hours, mm-hmm. and it, there was a lot of like very detailed stuff in there that just made me super intrigued and then mm. I after that was like oh I'm so curious I want to learn all about it and, mm-hmm. and I, this is this is western astrology so I've looked at sort of both Vedic and western and there's all sorts of different things to do with it do you have like a stronger leaning towards one or the other or are they just different um I don't know as much about Vedic astrology it's not as accessible in America mm-hmm. um and and it's so oh it's so incredibly intricately detailed Mm -hmm. there's some overlaps in terms of the archetypes have the same meanings the different like astrology like zodiac signs and stuff Mm -hmm. in vedic astrology you have not just your birth chart but then you have like a chart from the perspective of every single planet making that like the ascendant so you can have like literally hundreds of charts like charts on charts and and then they do, oh, it's insane. Then like Nate, like transits, and then you can do all the, so you can do some of this to some extent with like all the layers here, mm-hmm. but Vedic astrology is like way more, way more in depth, like thousands is times there like more. like a training, like with, if you wanted to become a yeah. Vedic astrologer, is that like a training you can go to? Yeah. So the word for Vedic astrology is Jyotish, J-Y-O-T-I-S-H. Mm-hmm. And there are people that do that kind of training. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine... It's probably more legit if you're somewhere in India, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. I don't know. So the person I went to is trained in Jyotish, mm-hmm. and she had someone teach her. Wow. So it's possible. Cool. <laughs> do you want to do it? Um, I'd be curious <laughs> It'd be to cool. know. A little side gig. Yeah, I don't know if I would be good at 
reading people's charts succinctly like before our session I gave her my birth information and she had all of these charts pre-made you know not just my birth chart but all these other charts for all the planets before we went and talked and she had like it's very mathematically detailed Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and my brain likes that but I think I would be overwhelmed with how do I summarize succinctly all mm-hmm. this stuff. So essentially, they have the same signs. Like, Vedic astrology still has, yeah. like, Gemini and Taurus. And right, right, right. Gotcha. Yeah, there's a lot of overlaps. So, what I want to start with, just because I think this will be, like, 101. Yeah. people, because I feel like there's people who've, like, heard of the Zodiac and heard of astrology and maybe they've, like, read their horoscope in the newspaper or something and so like maybe they don't realize like how deep you can go with this they might know their like sun sign right like when you ask someone what their sign is it's really just their sun sign right what does it mean for it to be the sun sign when you tie it into astronomy then the all the signs are on the ecliptic which is like a plane if you think of like the sun and all the planets that orbit around it it's like mostly generally in a flat pancake or like Mm -hmm. a plate shape and then out looking around that ring far out from our perspective our constellations oh god i could go on yeah, yeah. the stars aren't actually next to yeah, each other right? all, yeah um, but, but from they, our perspective but yeah like ancient peoples made shapes and said oh that looks like a bear or whatever and we have generally divided that plane into 12 sectors and if circles since a circle's 360 degrees each of those is about 30 degrees mm-hmm. and so if you say your sun is in leo that means that from the perspective of earth the sun is in front of the constellation of leo and then embodies those archetypes so each of the different zodiac signs is i like to like a easy way to think of it for me is like um if you're playing a video game like Mario World, mm-hmm. and you have 12 different characters to choose from, and they each mm-hmm. have different like pros and cons. This one's really good at this. Mm-hmm. They each have their own like personality. Um, so I just think of like the 12 zodiac signs as just 12 different characters. Yeah, like archetypes. Yeah, exactly. So going back to the sun sign idea, there's basically what I'm hearing is that probably ancient people noticed that there's these constellations that kind of went in a line in the sky, and then the sun sign is when you're born on this planet, it lines up with that constellation and the sun? Yeah, Yeah. so because the sun seems from the perspective of Earth to be shifting through each of these 12 constellations through the year, like, generally, it's a month, you know, people in one month, and there's some, you know, it's, it's not like 1st and 30th, but... Uh, people within born within a certain month are under the same sun sign. Okay, gotcha. Ish. And so the same goes for like when you have a moon sign, it's like where the moon and the constellation yep. line up yep. for, from when you were born. Right. So that's why I defined... We're talking about birth charts. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. So chart. is there other charts besides birth charts? <laughs> you can do transit charts. You can do progress charts. There, There's, yeah, there's a lot of Is there like things. a chart for today? Yeah. Whoa. How do you think of like horoscope, like the thing you read in the newspaper? How does that relate to all this? So what they do in the newspaper is go by the sun sign. They're looking at whatever's going on um, in the constellations currently. And they're looking at how each person's archetype is going to be impacted by those events. There's so many aspects that are happening all the time. You can pick and choose whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's like mega important ones that you know you hear a lot of like once in a lifetime or this yeah, like all the planets lined up or, right yeah. yeah then you can say what are the qualities what are the archetypes of the qualities of these different planets and how mm-hmm. do they impact and 
interplay with different people with different sun signs. Mm -hmm. Do you want to start with yours since you probably know a lot about it? It makes me think of when you do the like the cat's cradle with the string yeah. and you like create a shape. Yeah. It's That's so crazy. Like so what I'm with. noticing, so as my novice yeah. astrology mind is looking, I see that there's all these symbols, these black symbols, mm -hmm. and then there's the colorful symbols, which are clearly the, the different signs, right? right? Like there's Gemini and Cancer. Yeah. So I can see that. Mm -hmm. And then I'm assuming these black symbols are like the planets, yep. mostly. Yep. So in yours looks like all of your planets are on this top section. Yeah. Except for these two, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And this is essentially the horizon. So it's like the oh. view and this is the earth below and this is the sky above. So like when I was born, pretty much everything was in the sky. There was nothing below. So if you like look up, you can see all almost all the planets. Whoa. And there's actually, you can divide, people divide down into like, I guess it's like north, south, east, and west hemispheres. And they mm -hmm. have different qualities of like self versus community mm -hmm. and intro and extra. And I, oh, and then for me, I have like, you're like a nice balance all the way. If you look at like this way and this way and this way and this way, you're kind of, you're mm. one of those enlightened people. They say, cause you're like in each quadrant. <laughs> I, have, I feel like I have a lot missing in these two. What yeah, are these two? Leo and Virgo. Mm, interesting. You know, a lot going That's on what we're there. in right now. Yeah, we're like just right an empty edge. slate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I notice I have a lot in Gemini. Oh yeah, and, and Taurus mm -hmm. in your eleventh house, which is ruled by Aquarius and is like all about community. So what are the houses? Because I okay, so I got that we have the signs and then we have the planets. Yeah. What are the houses? Okay. How does that like tie so, into it? So um, houses are imagining that you could take your whole life and all the different things that you do and break it up into twelve different areas. For example, like, um, there's a house that's like your home life. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, there's one that's like your material possessions mm -hmm. and there's sort of some overlap. There's one that's like all about how you are at work. Mm -hmm. There's one for like how you are in community, how you are in like a spiritual, like a deeply spiritual sense. Um, and each of the houses actually corresponds to one of the 12 archetypal characters. In, oh, in Western astrology, okay. it's a little different in Vedic, but um, where do the houses show up on this chart? There's a number in the oh, center here, okay, and it starts and all different sizes. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. There's different okay. house systems as okay, well. Okay. <laughs> um, there, there are some which are equal house system, and they, and that's like the Vedic charts I've seen are mm. are equal house systems. They're just like everything is thirty degrees. But then um, these are, I think it's called Placidus House, mm. and they change the house side depending on, it's essentially like how close or far you are from the equator and mm -hmm. like how that skews. If you imagine like you're drawing a line out from yourself to all the constellations, but then you like shift from the equator up farther north or, or farther south, and if you, if you have that like string, it kind of skews it and it gives oh. you these irregularities. Thanks. Yeah. It's complex because, like, look at the one on yours yeah. and the one on mine. Mm -hmm. I have something. Yours is like twice as big. I call, I have, it's called intercepted. Um, and then I forgot what it's called when you have double, but you have double signs. So I have these intercepted signs, which means oh. that, that these, these archetypes don't even have um, their own house. So, like, if each of the 12 characters has a place to live, mm -hmm. then I have two houses that have no ruler. But then two houses that have two rulers, 
Which is oh. kind of kind of messy. It's like things are sort of jumbled up. So this house, like the first house. The first house, yep. Why There's does it have nothing. no ruler if it has Pisces in it? it? You would say it's ruled by Capricorn, but okay. Aquarius is in the house. That's Aquarius. There is no house that Aquarius rules. There's no house that Leo rules. Gotcha. Because to rule it, you have to be on the edge? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So then the ones you're saying are double, are like Gemini and Sagittarius for me, or like the fifth. The fifth, sixth, and tenth, eleventh house are are doubled up. Okay. And there's a word for that, but mine I almost it. looks like more even. Yours, yeah, you have more equal houses. They're obviously they're not exactly the same, but you don't have interceptions mm -hmm. like I do. Wow. So where what we should start with before we keep going is where <laughs> did you get these charts? Like where this is this one is a site that's free called astro.com, but. You can go and just type in like free birth chart or natal chart. Natal chart, okay. And um, there's lots of different engines that will do it. You know what we should have done? Because I've, I've seen you do this before, is you can do them together, can't you? Synastry I mean, charts. It's kind of cool and to And you see can also do composite too. charts too. You can What's do that. So synastry charts is when you have the two charts laid on top of each other and you compare like different planets to each other. But a composite chart is like taking the middle point and averaging for each of the individual signs Whoa. and so it's like the chart of the relationship if the relationship oh. had a personality so you'd be like my sun sign and your sign and what's the middle point and mm -hmm. then it would place it there so you can do that on astro.com yeah astro.com has like in i think it's it even has free. vedic and oh, it's all nice. free that's so yeah cool. you the paid features are for all the transits it will tell you like this oh. is what's coming up this is and then it will tell you not just like the planets, but like the quality, you know, if you have mm -hmm. a Jupiter transit, Jupiter has these qualities and benevolence and mm -hmm. wisdom and travel and they're coming through this house and your house of habits or whatever. So yeah. like you're going to have a lot of wisdom in your daily habits, whatever. Okay, so you perfect. can like cool mix and match mm -hmm. with those. Okay. So the houses are sort of like t different areas of your life and mm -hmm. they're represented by these different angles in the sky, sort of. They're like, uh, how are they represented in the physical world? They're not, yeah. It's all really. sort of made up. Okay. <laughs> That's good to know. But these are real. The planets are real. Yeah. And the zodiac or the different constellations are, yeah. are real in terms right. of our perspective. Yeah. And the houses are just another way to organize the systems. And so there's almost like three different systems overlapping. Oh, my God. At least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in this case, yeah. Sure. Crazy. Okay, so we have the sun, the moon, and all these planets, but then I wanted to know about true node and mm -hmm. Chiron, and then I've also heard you talk about, Mothers. like, north node and south node. Is that on here anywhere? The north node and south node are meant to um, be, like, the metaphor of, say, you're, like, your past lives and your future, mm. and so if you think of the archetype, so for me, I'll just say... I have my north node, where which way I'm heading is in Gemini, and my south node is in Sagittarius. So for all, like these, I can look up like what is Gemini as an archetype, what is Sagittarius as an mm -hmm. archetype, and so I can say there's these qualities about Sagittarius where in a lot of my let's say my past lives or even in this life mm -hmm. where I've been doing a lot of Sagittarius things like going on lots of trips and travel, spending a lot of time alone, but meeting a lot of new people, mm -hmm. but also just never really staying put anywhere. Mm -hmm. And um, so I've done a lot of that. And I mean, I was a military kid, so I can say, oh, I've traveled a lot. I've yeah, been yeah, a lot yeah. of places. Gemini is like, 
is like small town community and uh, the people who just kind of grow up in a city and they always live there mm -hmm. and that is the new thing that I'm not used to so for me like living in a city and staying there mm -hmm. is my future that I have to I'm not used to it it's maybe uncomfortable and it's my growth place Wow cool so that's like your north node yeah and but they're not on this chart this is the north node right here oh, okay and then yeah so your north node is in Taurus okay what does that mean home is yeah, Taurus so like a home buddy? Taurus is like home. Taurus likes to have lots of good food. Is like all ruled by Venus, planet, yeah. planet of like love. Just like wants to be like all the like good feeling things. You know, I want I want my skin to feel good. I want my clothes to feel soft. <laughs> I want to have all the delicious flavors. And that sounds like me. Taurus. Taurus could get kind of fat and lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dig into excess. A little bit much. Because yeah. you're just like, just pamper me. Taurus is pretty much like pamper me. Yeah. yeah. I like it. <laughs> so is the, the south node always opposite of the north node? Yeah, it's whatever this number is. It's just like minus 180, essentially. So yours is at, what is that, 11? So it would probably be like... Yeah, so yours is Scorpio. So it says whatever your north node is here. 18 degrees okay. Taurus. So 18 degrees Scorpio would be your south node. Scorpio. Okay, so what is that? Scorpio is intense. Yeah. Still waters run deep. It's like the scorpion and the phoenix. And so there's a lot of like death and rebirth. And mm -hmm. um, actually I was looking at my midheaven and I have a Scorpio Taurus midheaven NCIC. So I was looking at these things. And so um, Another thing about Scorpio, they're they're just like the deep dark goth of the zodiac, like yeah, yeah, Marilyn yeah. Manson, but like okay. also want to have like ultimate power and control, and but also are like deep um, soulmate relationships, and so is Scorpio a water. It is water. water okay. So water and earth, they're like opposites. Mm -hmm. So Taurus, so Scorpio's like. I'm gonna go on this epic quest and like kill myself to learn this thing and I'm gonna kill myself for other people and Taurus is like, hey, I just wanna like eat ice cream. Yeah, at it's home. like time to celebrate. Yeah, like so <laughs> let's just chill. And so maybe you could say like in a past life or even in this life, you've gone through like really intense, heavy like transformations and like having to give a lot of things up and recreate yourself because there's the Phoenix, so there's like this um, reinventing. Yeah. yeah. And so your future is to be able to just chill and like have maybe a more boring life. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> great. Like you don't need all the spiritual I'm done stuff. With the drama. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That feels pretty true. That's a cool, relatable thing. And you, this is different than yours though, right? Yours was Sag. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. Like I've traveled and I need to hang out in a, in a city. Okay. The other one I'm curious about is Chiron then. Chiron. There's a couple things about, I feel like there's more than one Chiron, but one is like a comet. We're both Chiron Gemini. Yeah, because those move very slowly and oh, our birthdays are... Chiron is, isn't that one of the planets out in the Kuiper Belt? Or maybe it, that's what it is. Is it a, I think there's like a comet Chiron and then yeah, there's maybe some other celestial object. Yeah, I feel like I should um, know that, but I don't. I, again, I know more about like the, the what it means metaphorically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Chiron, there's a story about Chiron being a centaur who is like half God, half mm. half mortal. 
and um, was like a doctor. Yeah, and, the wounded healer. Yeah, and so um, was like a sage, was very much, I think, like Sagittarius, like someone who had a lot of deep wisdom and cared really deeply, and people would always come to him all the time to like heal his things, And but then one day he was like accidentally shot by another god mm -hmm. with this like poison arrow um, in his leg, and because he was like half human and half god, it didn't fully kill him, um, and he wasn't fully immune, and it was just like this pain like that he healed. had. Yeah. It never fully healed, and it tormented him, and he had it for the rest of his life, but because of all the pain that he had in this wound, mm -hmm. it gave him so much wisdom and compassion for other people, and he was actually able to be an even more amazing healer wow, and, and cool. wise person because mm. of... So, Chiron, like, where you have Chiron in your chart is like... Where is a place where you have a deep wound that will continue to give you gifts? Oh, that that's you're like. Cool. <laughs> sometimes I'm like I'm I don't want to have this wound, but here it is. Yeah, like so for you, how would you describe that showing up? So it's a Gemini, Chiron, and Gemini. Gemini has a lot to do with communication and mm. like the, like I said, like the small town. Yeah, yeah. And so one way that Chiron and Gemini comes up for me is uh, stumbling over my words, having a hard time talking, feeling pent up and frustrated in small community or like mm -hmm. small city mm -hmm. and wanting to like get out or just like I'm done talking mm -hmm. um, but through the process of me learning how to be better at communicating um, I actually inspire other people and my words actually have a much farther impact than if writing never was hard for me. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the idea. Yeah, like you know it's hard but you've worked on it and so you've gained yeah. a lot more knowledge through that. And I mean you and I are both teachers so we know like some of the best teachers are the people who struggled with something. Yeah, yeah. When it comes easy you are almost kind of throw it away. You're totally. like, oh no big yeah. deal. It's easy to understand when students are struggling. Mm -hmm. Because I remember struggling. Yeah. So maybe actually, I wonder if that makes us good teachers in a way. Having the Gemini, yeah, like being able to think of a lot about how do I communicate this. Yeah, totally. The next thing I want to ask is, um, I'm assuming because I know I'm like Cancer ascending, so mm -hmm. I think that's what the AC means, right? Mm -hmm. Well, so here on my chart, I see the ascending is at the horizon, mm -hmm. and then this must be the descending. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay, so for me, mine is. What does ascending mean? So when you look at the chart, imagine that, <laughs> I can imagine it's almost like looking through like a scope, you know, for a gun or something. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing, you're seeing um, a view with the earth, the horizon and the sky. Mm -hmm. and, but, but the earth is turning and rotating through space. So you imagine that where the ascendant is, is that bit is rotating into view into the sky and then this is descending below the so earth on the horizon yeah so your ascendant or your rising sign is literally right. what is on the horizon and is rising okay and for me that's cancer mm-hmm and for you that's Capricorn yeah we're opposites whoa so how does that show up so I'm assuming Maybe to go back, the sun sign, which is the one most people know, yeah, um, is the one where it's like your outward expression of personality. Yeah, it's maybe a, it's an easy way. One way I've thought about it is like how seasonal things are. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a theory, and it's not totally true, but people people's favorite season is the one where the birthday is. Um, because I like spring because we all kind of it's a special time. It's like the time of year that is like important to us um, 
and it kind of changes there's like a way that your personality you know people who are born in the winter like i imagine people who are born in the spring when there's a lot of abundance around they see life in a certain way like their first impressions of the world are like oh everything is blooming you know and then people are born in the winter time maybe it's like colder and you have to survive and stuff like that um mm, okay. and so i think of like the sun sign as is like a simple simple temperament um that that's a easy general summary mm, okay so like taurus gemini cancer leo and virgo are like these like spring summer yeah and you would say generally speaking those archetypes tend to be like more i don't know maybe like more optimistic or yeah i mean it's tough playful it's hard because there's probably a few in there too but yeah it's like the the these the, the maybe winter fall and winter halves have to be like harder striving and and more motivated and like kind of get through the tough times gotcha okay so if that's the sun sign if the sun yeah. sign is like your outward personality like yeah. i think the three main ones that most people always ask for or seem mm -hmm. to be the most important for some reason yeah, is yeah. the sun the moon and the rising which is right. the same as the ascending or yep. the ascendant yeah 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 so what would the ascendant represent so the way i've heard it the ascendant is um how you act under stress under mm -hmm. pressure or if people meet you it's that they're snapped a uh, quick assessment of who you are first impression kind first of thing. impression yeah um and i kind of think of it like for me is like so I'm a Leo sun, but a Capricorn ascendant. And so Leo is the temperament where I'm just like, everything's happy. I grew, I was born and it was like the middle of summer and I'm happy. But I also grew up in a military family that's like, you need to get all this stuff done, you know, and I have to be like really hardworking and industrious. And so when I'm stressed or somebody first meets me, like I've been taught that the first impression is to be like a hardworking and diligent person mm. and so people see me and they might think oh wow she seems really like a Capricorn but then after they get to know me a little bit they're like oh I see the light lightheartedness side and I see the Leo come through okay so for me um, cancer and Gemini so cancer yeah. is more like emotional a and mother like mothering yeah. or something nurturing emotional and then tender, Gemini what what can you tell me more about Gemini? Because the only thing you've said so far is like the small town community communication stuff. I'm, I'm like thinking of Instagram. This guy who does these Benito does these great videos of different archetypes. And Gemini is like, likes to talk a lot. Has yeah. a lot of information. Is the one who knows all the gossip and knows everything about Is like super um socially linked to everyone okay like you as a gemini know everybody yeah. know everybody's drama and like you can you could use that i'm only like... the first day of gemini <laughs> i mean i don't identify I'm just you're kidding. you're on the cusp with taurus so yeah, you're not yeah. as intense there's yeah. a whole other thing about like the weeks of the there's like four weeks you know yeah totally so you're like at a different stage I've, of i've always struggled because i feel like gemini is already like supposed to be two personalities uh, but then like i i oh, usually identify mo more with taurus which is like <laughs> the day before my birthday yeah 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 so it's interesting to, to hold all three of those personalities i don't yeah. know what the two personalities of gemini would be it's almost like the i almost think of like the the flighty upbeat like flaky butterfly mm -hmm. social butterfly and then the like moody mm -hmm. like i don't know what what do you think of like the two personalities of gemini 
Because they always say well, they're the twins. When I think of like two face, it's just it's just like polarity of anything. But also like in you, I know it's like the ability to be able to see both sides of mm -hmm. a perspective mm -hmm. and say, oh well, I don't fully agree with you, mm -hmm. and I don't fully agree with you. I can kind of dabble in totally. both. Totally, and I have that a lot that. where I have a hard time like really deciding on an opinion because I can yeah. see both sides like almost too well where yeah. it's like well there's this and then there's this and right. like someone listening to me it sounds like I'm having like yeah two people arguing mm -hmm. over something mm -hmm. so it's it's a fun life it's Gemini <laughs> life it's funny because I don't have that many friends that are that are Gemini oh. and um huh. I went I'm curious about that but I almost have I do have like a weird like slight aversion Ooh. maybe I'm trying to think about if I know other Gemini people, and I, I don't know. Yeah. There's yeah. a, I have, I mean, I wonder if everyone has that about their own thing, because for me, Leo is also a love-hate relationship. Yeah, yeah, I bet. A lot of people love and really hate Leo. Yeah. For I, very different reasons. Leos but... are, like, bombarding my life. Yeah. Like, I have so many Leos in my life, and this is another just random side topic that I think is so interesting, is that I've been mapping out... Yeah. Um, what the more I'm like in getting into thinking about like what sign different people are just for oh, fun. Yeah. I'm like thinking like okay, in my family I have my mom was a Sag, yep. my dad was an Aquarius, yep. my sister was a Leo, and yep. my brother's a Cancer. Yeah. And those well, he's the odd one out then. Yeah. Why are the like, rest of them like elementally? You have like fire and air, fire and air. Yeah. And totally. Water. Water. <laughs> yeah. But then I have all these Cancer. I have Cancer Moon oh. and Cancer. Rising, nice. um, yeah. but I've noticed like sp specifically. So my mom and my sister are the two yeah. like women in my life, and yeah. I've noticed that almost all of my close women friends are mm -hmm. either Leo or Sagittarius. Mm. And oh, it's so that's weird. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I'm, I'm dating a Leo, mm -hmm. and there's just a lot of Leos in my life. But then, yeah. but then I have these random like kind of other kind of side characters in my life, friends that yeah. I have, and that, now that I think about it, most of them are men who are either Cancer or Aquarius, which are my dad oh, and brother. Nice. So anyway, I just was like, You're there's obviously outliers. Like I have a good amount of like Libras and yeah, yeah, yeah. a few Aries here and there. Mm -hmm. I don't have very many Gemini friends though. And yeah. I don't have very many Scorpio friends. Okay. Or, and this isn't to say I don't want to be friends with those people. I'm just no, noticing that totally. of my closest friends, like yeah. I don't have that many Capricorn. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A few Virgos, but not very many. Mm -hmm. A few Pisces, but not very That's many. Awesome. I feel like I've had a lot of Pisces it. roommates. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. And then George is a Pisces, my dog. Oh, yeah. And Nala is a Gemini. There you go. She's your Gemini. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's my one Gemini friend. <laughs> I love, I always, like, not always, but often that's, like, my thing. I'll yeah, what like, are your family things? Oh, um, my mom my mom is on the cusp. She's September 23rd, so that's like Virgo, Libra, cusp. Gotcha. And then my sister is the 26th, so she's a Libra. So two like Libras. And then my other sister is a Capricorn, which is my ascendant, and I think my dad's moon is Capricorn. Mm -hmm. And my dad... My dad is yeah. a Sagittarius, but then I just found out I have a birth father who's a Cancer Leo, Leo cuz July oh 23rd. Uh, that's a whole other video. And then my Wait, stepdad. Wait, he's a Cancer Leo. So first day of Leo? Yeah, July 23rd. So he's like maybe the second day of Leo. Oh, it's like right on the edge. Whoa. There's also a little bit of question mark about when, like those, when is the first day those of cusps, signs. Yeah, yeah, those are tricky. Um, okay, I the last one I want to ask about, so we have the sun, the rising, and then the moon. So how come the moon is always included in that triad? Why is yeah. it so important? So one thing they say about the moon is it's your subconscious self, or it's like, 
mm. the the stuff that's going on, the programming in the back of the head, or even your like deep emotions, things that you don't necessarily let show, um, but you can see them over time in someone, the way that they like care, get worried, or even just like the, the background chatter in their head. Mm -hmm. You can see that in there. Mm. So like I'll say, I'm um, my son is in Leo, so like a lot of people will see this like big creative personality, lots of energy and excitement. Though my Capricorn ascendant means that like when I'm stressed and when people first meet me, they think I'm like really hardworking because that was instilled in me. Mm -hmm. But then like all the stuff that's going on in the background of my head when I'm like deep in my own thoughts is Virgo, mm. which is like super analytical. So I have this like weird sandwich really how between these two. Virgo and Capricorn, how are they different? I feel like they have they're both they're earth. both earth signs um and then the other earth sign is taurus yeah one way that i would describe the difference between them is thinking of the houses they rule which is the sixth house for virgo and the tenth house for capricorn and virgo is like super meticulous and the sixth house is all about your like your daily habits like mm. your routines whoa um, okay and it's ways that you're able to care for your body by like showing up every day, make sure you brush your teeth every day and like practice do a little exercise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like those little things that a lot of people don't think about, you know, people make fun of Virgo, like Hermione in um, Harry Potter is Virgo because she's uh, just like, actually, specifically this thing. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, Capricorn is the 10th house, which is all about your career, and it's oh, like okay. so the hard-working father that's like the top of the, like the yeah. CEO of the company who's like, we're gonna get this shit done. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. people don't, he's not necessarily compassionate or yeah, like nice, yeah. but he's like, make the deal, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, And so they could work together. Like I bet that Virgo could be like the bookkeeper mm -hmm. who's like managing all the like little details for Capricorn the boss. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I don't think I have any Virgo. Which one's Virgo? Um, that one? No. This is this Virgo. Side. Virgo is like shy and closing their legs. That's what I think. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's so funny. But look, none. Yeah. Except for whatever this but is. But sixth house is ruled by Virgo and you have, and it's Sagittarius with Neptune in it. So I got these two. My moon is like right on my mom's sun. That's another thing that I've looked at before is like my chart versus my mom yeah, and my like sisters. And I've noticed some like similarities. Like my mom's son being on my moon means that her outward personality has like put injected itself in my subconscious. Oh. So all the stuff that she did growing up was like super like worrying and meticulous and like Virgo is also like a service and like whatever you want to do I'll do these and like that just like saturated me gotcha, and that's yeah. what I'm doing in the background all the time is like oh yeah. I need to help you I need to like get my habits working oh, better gosh yeah. we have so many different personalities in our yeah. psyches yeah and this is such a, an interesting way to like because I've been reading that book again you know women who run with the wolves oh yeah and every story she reiterates that like in the story there's a bunch of characters and there's a bunch yeah. of symbols but yeah. they all represent different parts of your psyche. In some ways, we all have some level of multiple voices. Absolutely. And I think we've all experienced that. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I already admitted that I especially do, so I must have oh, yeah. major issues. Just with my, what, seeing oh, both sides. Yeah, like seeing yeah, all the different, yeah. I'll have this voice that's like, well, what about this? And then, oh, I don't know about this. And right, so right, right. having these different parts of yourself, like yeah. having that like masculine and feminine aspects and having mm -hmm. the, the, the wounded inner child versus like mm -hmm. the higher self and yeah, having all these yeah. different 
it, it kind of reminds me of a similar like lens or mm -hmm. map as looking at it this way is like yeah. seeing that you're not just your sun sign, right. but you have all of these aspects mm -hmm. in these different realms of your mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. And it's fun. What One of the things I like about it is you can play with, I mean, I like to wear different outfits and get into character and it's, it's like this, you get to choose who you want to be. Mm -hmm. And it's fun to put on like all 12 different outfits or all 12 different archetypes and see what, what, like other things, you might not even realize some parts of you come out that you've never expressed before. Mm -hmm. um, okay, I have a question about the chart. Mm -hmm. I have these green lines. Well, so there's the red and the blue, mm -hmm. and you have the red mm -hmm. and blue, and I guess yep. you do have green too, but I feel like I have bigger green lines in here. Yeah. Do you know what all those lines are? Yeah, so they are the colors relating to the um, the angles between them. And so there's some native rules for the different angles. Okay. Um, and so blue is good. It's like, it's like these two planets and different signs, the angle between them is a complementary energy and is helpful, like they're in the same team. Um, and then red lines are difficult, challenging. It's like these two people mm. are, are like getting in a fight or gotcha, there's gotcha. like an opposition is like a, like a tug of war. Mm. And then you have this other energy, um, that's a quincunx, 150 degrees. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a weird, you're kind of looking at the other person. Like, I don't really know what to do with you. Like yeah. you're not opposite of me. You're not like challenging and you're not helping. And it's, it's kind so different. of a weird. Is that the dotted line? It's what, yeah, the green ones. And when you have two of them in this form, it's actually called like a yod, almost like a finger of God. Mm. And it's like the energy is Pointing at my son. So the that. green, my son has these weirdnesses around Pluto. Mm. Is that right? Pluto and Neptune. Neptune. Yeah. Which are both so far out. Those are the two farthest out planets. And they're sextile to each other. So sextile is one of these. The blue. The, the blue is sextile and trine. Um, green is this, which is quincunx, you know, like 150 degrees. Mm -hmm. And then um, oppos opposition is 180 degrees and square is 90 degrees um, oh. are the challenging ones. So oh. something about these two planets, it would be cool for you to look at. What is Pluto as an archetype? What is Neptune as an archetype? What is Pluto in the fourth house? What is Pluto in Scorpio? What mm -hmm. is Neptune in the sixth house? Mm -hmm. Neptune in Capricorn? And then look at how that like feeds into your sun. Mm -hmm. um, or how it's like different. Yeah, it's like these two guys somehow are hanging out with each other in their own houses and signs and they're on the phone, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. They're having a conversation, they're like totally, I agree, you yeah. know? Uh -huh. um, this sun guy is weird, and there's something about these aspects within you that are that are informing and like pointing to and helping your sun. Mm. Um, but they're maybe they're like, I don't really understand the sun person. Yeah, yeah. We got to do something about this. Yeah, so yeah. both of these Flying. guys are like back and forth. Well, and then I notice right between them mm. is this Saturn. Saturn that's pointing the red. Pointing, oh, right? that's right. That's almost like the center of your yacht. So that's like a little interesting shape that you have there. Mm -hmm. So that would be cool to look into each of those aspects. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So the red is sort of, I have another red between the moon. Yeah. Cool. So each of these things you can look up, this is what I've done a lot of, is mm -hmm. I've looked up each of these individually and I can Google, like I would Google Pluto in the fourth house, Pluto mm -hmm. in Scorpio, you know, Saturn in Scorpio, Saturn opposite sun, 
And what I do I'm, is I kind of layer those. Whoa. And I'm like, okay, this plus this plus this. Okay, now I kind of... <laughs> it's complicated. Yeah. Is that all... Can I find that on astro.com? Um, I go, you can literally type into Google any of those things, and then I go and I read a bunch of them. Oh, okay. And I pick and choose which one I like best. Do you have, like, certain people that you follow, like, on YouTube or on... Not anymore. Blogs? I've done a bunch of different things. I One thing that comes to mind that's really fun is if you want to... There's a few people I appreciate that, like, act out the different archetypes. Oh, I love that. So, yeah. Deborah Silverman... Deborah Silverman is one I really like on um, YouTube because she has a video where she's embodying Leo. Oh, she's embodying wow. Gemini. And you can see, like, I can watch the video about Leo and she's like, look at me, don't I look fabulous? And wow. then Gemini's like, okay, I just got so many things to tell you. I just have so much information right now. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, talking yeah. nonstop. Yeah, yeah. And then Scorpio is just like cool and mysterious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you want to know about me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love that. Or there's a guy, he's... He's got to be like 23 on Instagram, Benny, Benny drama or something. And he just randomly will make different videos that is the different, so like good, yeah. all the different signs are talking to each other and, and it's lighthearted and fun. I like that. Cause I mean, I think you and I probably both know with our signs, like it's good to like mm. see both sides, Yeah, you know, like there's some good and bad in it. Yeah, it's good yeah. to be able to laugh at yourself a little. <laughs> I've always liked Leo's. Oh, good. Yeah. I have not always liked Leo's. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand. Mm. Leo's tough. I think, I think, um, something about, it's interesting because I think the critique maybe of Leo's would be like some kind of like boastful or self-centeredness or something and being a tyrant being like <laughs> it's like the, yeah. when the fire nation attacks like zuko yeah, 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 you know okay. is like i'm in charge yeah, yeah, okay. you know like the tyrant that part is annoying. like super yeah. passionate angry but the, fiery. but the confidence aspect is always yeah. like i always find it really inspiring and like Yay. wow if you can do that yeah. like i can do that like it Yay. almost like gives me permission to be mm -hmm. So maybe there's something there with Gemini but and Leo. I was going to say that's a sextile relationship. So that's another thing when you okay. look at the it, one easy way to think of it is the easy complementary angles, trines and sextines are with sextiles are with um, both elements of the same gender. So if there's four elements, you know, air, earth, fire, water, mm -hmm. air and fire are both masculine. And so any of the signs of those six are supposed to work together in oh, some way. Okay, cool. And then earth and water similarly. So oh, like we're both we're both masculine elements. Okay. And so our sun sign is. Yeah. And so that means on the surface in this way we get along well. And yeah, like yeah. all the people in your family except for your brother are all air fire. So they're oh. all in these complementary angles. Yeah, that makes sense. So for example, Leo is square Taurus mm -hmm. and Scorpio. So, like, there's jokes. Oh, there's another Instagram guy. Someone being like, oh, I can't even. This guy's a, yeah. this guy's a Scorpio, and I'm a Leo, and so it's just not going to work. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, those people are really, like, Scorpios to me or Taurus to me. It could be really frustrating, but also, like, intense passion. Yeah. And intense, like, after that frustration, you learn so much. And mm -hmm. there's ways to, like, you know, make the most of any kind of person. And So, for me, that would be, like, Virgo. Is that what is three signs away? Yeah, that's right. And then the opposite of Pisces. Whoa, yeah. Yeah. Those those seem true. Squared, those. My two roommates are Virgo and Pisces. Oh. Yeah, but so far so good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> it's funny because it's uh, becoming Virgo season right now. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, 
sharing a, a lot of memes with them about Virgos. Yeah. And I'm still trying to get my get the, get a hold. Like a lot of the archetypes are like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. Right. Some of them I'm still getting to know, and like yeah. Virgos, one of the ones where, anyway, even the memes were kind of confusing me. Some of them, yeah, were like grammar Nazi kind of mm. person, and then some of them were like, yeah, all over the place. I don't mm. know. So it's hard for me to yeah. figure out what the what the Virgo archetype is, but. Maybe that's part of it. It's hard to figure out what it's, they're like. It's the person that's like super meticulous yeah. in the details, yeah, cleaning yeah. all the stuff, almost like obsessed with cleaning things. And like organization. Yeah. Okay. Oh, totally. What other like archetypes have we not really talked about? So I think we've talked about... So many. Pretty much all of them. I just want to make sure we cover it, but maybe we can make another video where we just go over the archetypes. We could do a little acting out. Oh my god. That'd be so fun. <laughs> um, is there anything else like on my chart that you want to like mention? Any last notes that you find interesting? Let's say that I look at this chart for the first time. Mm -hmm. what, what? How would I start? I would probably start with Sun, Moon, Ascendant. Mm -hmm. um, I would maybe look at if you have clusters of things together. That's I think after like four or five, it's called a stellium. And it means... Like, oh, wow. this is super important in you, and you I have need a lot to look of at the, it. In Gemini and Taurus. And all, and they're all in the 11th house. And the 11th house is ruled by Aquarius, so you could look at Aquarius as an archetype, or the 11th house as an archetype. The 11th house is like greater community. Is like, how am I impacting the world, and I'm gonna create this, whatever this thing is, my like, my like, um, political movement, or my humanitarian, mo the, the movement thing. So there's something about that that's really important to you, and you get to decide how that shows up. Wow. Um, but With you all can't these ignore it. planets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I wanna print out Tanner's chart and like, and just yeah. basically study all my friends. Now I understand oh why you have like a whole drop down menu of everyone. It's really fun, and yeah. it's so open ended that you can do any of it. Like, yeah. I guess I'll say what I said to you earlier is, yeah, what I like about it is I don't feel like our current society has a really good system to talk about all the weird dynamics and things that come up with people within ourselves. Um, and so our astrology is really nice because you're just creating some verbiage and like a template to be able to express and explore these. Mm -hmm. And so it's, there's so, it's so complex that you can deep dive on any one thing mm -hmm. and get so much out of it. Mm -hmm. And I like to like, to take whatever the thing is and um, put my own spin on it and say, this is how I feel about mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. um, and, it, and it's just my own system of talking. So yeah, it helps me to parse through it and, and think about if I'm having if I'm having a fight with a friend, I'm like, oh, that's totally, oh, that's totally your Venus and Aries thing yeah, coming yeah. <laughs> out. And I mean, who cares? Maybe yeah. it's not, but it gives me a way to think about and to process mm -hmm. yeah. whatever that is. Yeah, something that's funny is that we're both like really sciencey people. Like yeah. the reason we know each other is because we're both science and math teachers. Yeah. So, yeah. or at least you were. And it's interesting because I there's definitely like a stereotype of like if you talk about or believe in astrology that you're like mm -hmm. non-scientific right. and so I just like to think of it as like this fun kind of thought experiment almost like a lens like I'm like yeah. looking through a, a new pair of glasses at the world um, like mm -hmm. I said I, I already like follow like a lot of Jungian psychology which oh, is a lot cool. of archetypes so yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. that different to me to look right. at and, I, and whether or not it's like real or like if where the planets are actually like it matters sure, sure, or sure. or changes who I am as a person. I don't know. I don't really like feel strongly about it. It's yeah, more of like yeah. a tool of like as I'm looking at things, does it like feel true or not? It's sort of like mm -hmm. a way to look at things. Yeah. That's 
gives insights. Totally. Whether or not you agree. Like, there's times where I've read, like, horoscopes, for example, that are like, this is so wrong. Like, yeah, it says, yeah, yeah. you're in a really hard time in your life. And I'm like, I'm actually having a great time. Like, you're wrong. Yeah, so, yeah. there's times where it doesn't really, like, fit. Mm -hmm. But it's still always a, a good thing to, like, sit down and reflect on whether right. or not it resonates. Yeah, it's like I think of astrology from a personal use instead of, like, predictive. Mm -hmm. Like, there are people, like the Vedic astrologer I went to, who very much will take all of this and predict out, these are the influences. And she even, like, I asked her, when am I going to find my partner? Oh, yeah, and She's yeah. like, oh, you're going to be in this Jupiter period in 2013, oh, so yeah, that's yeah. when you're going to meet him. And yeah, that's when yeah. I met Boris. Yeah, yeah, I know, I like, remember. <laughs> Didn't like, work well, out, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's so, I don't think it's useful to like, personally, I, and maybe I'm just not good at it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't use it to try to predict things. But like I said to you earlier, I, I think, what is it? Therapists or psychologists have said that a lot of times if you just have all these emotions and things that are stuck, being able to, to put words to them and to express them actually helps you move through them. Mm -hmm. And so astrology is a system, one of many, that gives you words and language to talk about things that our culture really doesn't have another way to talk about very well. Yeah. Um, and so it's just very freeing to mm -hmm. play with the concepts um, and ideas with it. Yeah, and it's helped totally. me a lot to like process my emotions and my thoughts and frustrating relationships with other people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's easy to step back and like, oh, I see this pattern. Yeah. Okay, it's not just this person, but it's this larger thing. Um, so it's, recognition. it's like a really nice tool to, yeah, yeah. to help with that. I'm just realizing another thing that we could both nerd out on is, um, Myers-Briggs oh personality my types. Yeah. That's another one. That's yeah. the next video. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much for yeah. telling me about myself. <laughs> I learned so much. Let me tell you who you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting cause it's all is like aspects that maybe I just wasn't aware of. Yeah. So it's cool. And I, I kind of want to just like keep looking at this chart and Yay. see what I can get out of it. Yeah. I like that it's colorful. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Until next time. <laughs>